Live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at the Avenue in downtown Milwaukee, this is Wisconsin's Morning News. Here's your host, Vince Vetrano. Just about 12 minutes after 5 a.m. on this Monday morning. Everybody got the clock straight? We good? We are good to go. Shouldn't be informing anyone now that no. we're an hour ahead of where we were on no. Saturday. Although it did catch me off guard yesterday morning. I forgot. So then when I woke up... You, and after was, all that Friday, yeah. <laughs> after all your outrage on it the clock. It was late, though. I'm like, how is it so late? <laughs> oh, right. Fuck. I feel like that whole thing where years ago, like people would forget and you'd be an hour late for church or whatever was going on. Like <laughs> yes. you have so many clocks now that adjust on their own. Right. And of course, talking about the fact that we are now once again in daylight saving time. Yeah. I mean, so then, but, but then I get confused, like which clock adjusted and which didn't. Mm-hmm. So I look over at the, the bedside table and like, did that one go on its own or is it really 8 a.m.? Right. Right. So you have to have a base you one at, you work off of. Yes. Then you look at the phone. Mm-hmm. Okay, you trust that, one that, I know, one, yeah, yeah. that one I know adjusts on its own. Then you go downstairs, everything's an hour yeah, off. Microwave is wrong, oven is wrong. Got a lot of clocks in the house that you forget about. And some that you never change. <laughs> right? It's correct again now, because <laughs> you forgot in fall. Yeah, I got in the car this morning, I'm like, I'm not, oh yeah, okay. Because I forgot to do that one. Yeah, mine actually, see, this is when you have a newer car, it changes on its own. Oh. I, I, that was a nice little surprise for me this morning. Very nice. Yeah. You got the I 2012 grow. Accord, 168,000. That doesn't, no. doesn't adjust anything on its own I bet. right now. How do we feel about the brackets? We good? Badgers, nobody expected them to be in the thing, although they get the NIT invite. The NIT is something. So there's that. Talk a little bit of high school hoops coming up. A couple of uh, girls' teams bringing home gold balls to their communities after the girls' tournament wrapped up over the weekend in Green Bay, and the boys headed to Madison. So we'll do that a little bit later in uh the show today. Let's see what I have. That's six forty. We'll talk a little high school hoops. An interesting look. We got an email from a viewer who pointed something out that I thought was pretty. Or for, from a viewer, a listener, fan of the program. All right. Said, "Hey, I wanted you guys to see this, and I wanted to make sure that you didn't miss it." And it was an interview with one of our local officials, and his Zoom background. Oh his boy! Virtual call background raised some eyebrows. Wow! Classic. Yep. 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 So yeah, that story coming up later this morning, and a very important tax tip. What can you and can you not write off on your taxes? That's coming your way at 20 minutes before 6 o'clock. Greg Matzik is in doing sports for us. He's got that next. Time for an update from the Gruber Law Offices. One call, that's all sports desk. Here's Greg Matzik. Well, it's one of the great oxymorons in all of sports. The NFL's legal tampering period begins today. Reported deals can be agreed upon in principle. Can't go final until the league year actually begins. That'll be Wednesday afternoon. Still haven't heard if Aaron Rodgers wants to play next season, but the message from inside the organization is pretty clear. Is there a scenario where Aaron is still the starting quarterback of the Packers next season? Um, yeah. I mean, unless if things don't work out uh, uh, the way we would want them, yeah. We'd, uh, I was Obviously a great player and, uh, you know, four-time MVP. And uh, But, you know, I think it's, you know, trying to find, uh, you know, what, what he wants and what we want. And uh, hopefully we can find a win-win situation. Yeah, that's Packers team president Mark Murphy appearing on the statewide coverage of the WIAA girls basketball tournament. If he requests a trade, will you honor it? Uh, yeah, oh yeah, we would, yeah. 
Okay. Okay. Rogers, he spent a portion of his weekend at a charity flag football event. Former Jets wide receiver Brandon Marshall tried to get Aaron to explain what's going on behind the scenes. What we doing, hey, Rod? Stay tuned. Stay tuned. How long we got to wait? Well, I think it won't be long. There's a, there's a, there's a, time, there's a time limit, bro. Can I break the news? Tribeca, Brooklyn. Are you going to be in Jersey? I've never been to Tribeca before. I've been to Brooklyn. Yeah. You like the Brooklyn guy, Williamsburg. Yeah, that's Aaron saying a lot and nothing at the same time. Meanwhile, the Rams are trading all-pro cornerback Jalen Ramsey to the Miami Dolphins. Baseball, Luke Voigt hits a home run yesterday. Same for Bryce Terang. The Brewers knock off the Cubs 5-3. Milwaukee and the Royals meet up today in a Cactus League action. Bucks begin the week a game and a half up on the Celtics for first place in the Eastern Conference playoff race. Milwaukee and Sacramento tonight to take on the Kings. Giannis probable on the injury report. And Goran Dragic is not on the report, a sign he could make his Bucks debut tonight. Coverage gets underway at 8.30 on WTMJ. And coverage of hoops all month long in the month of March is presented by Outdoor Living Unlimited. And it's good news for the Marquette Golden Eagles. They are the number two seed in the East. They'll begin NCAA tournament play Friday afternoon at 145 against Vermont. And for only the second time since 1998, the Badgers do not qualify for the tournament. UW will take on Bradley Tuesday night in Madison in round one of the NIT. Milwaukee Panthers will play in the CBI tournament in Florida. So no surprise by the Badgers here. They were a bubble team, and then they lost four of their last six games, Vinny. Uh, Marquette, the big question for me was, would they be number two in the East or in the Midwest? Ends up being in the East, but really no big difference. Kansas City versus Columbus for their opening round matchups, though, still relatively close to home, and they've earned it uh, given the season they had and what they've done already in tournament play. Nobody bent out of shape over their placing or who we play here, there, anything like that, Greg? Yeah, no, I don't think so. And, you know, I I think a potential second-round matchup against Michigan State is interesting. Uh, Michigan State's not had a great year, but it is Tom Izzo in the month of March, and and that can be eyebrow-raising, right? He finds a way to figure things out when it's a one-game, do-or-die situation. Uh, No issue with the first-round matchup against Vermont although they are used to NCAA tournament play. The second-round matchup gets interesting because it's either Michigan State or USC. High-power conference teams, one of those two would be in Marquette's way. All right, when are you available for one-on-one advice on filling out the brackets? I could yeah. call Here, you. Here's or... what I'll do. I'll, I'll send it to my 8-year-old because uh, <laughs> right? a couple years ago she successfully picked uh, the, the 16 to beat the 1, right? Yes. <laughs> Never happened in tournament history. She picked it. My kid, the one year that Butler made its really long run, I think they made the final. My kids almost finished in the money in our office pool as well. And can you guess why they liked Butler? <laughs> yeah, they liked the mascot, the bulldog. <laughs> ah, that wasn't it. Because it, it had butt in it. And they thought <laughs> that was real funny. And, I too. and we almost cashed. 519 on Wisconsin's Morning News. a song that's in the bumper music rotation, but we've got a ticket giveaway coming up later today, and due to that, I actually have a better understanding of why a major project may have been so important to one of our local arts organizations, specifically the Milwaukee Symphony Orchestra. First, a little bit on the ticket giveaway. Have a listen to this. That is the doo-wop project. It is on tour, and it's coming to Milwaukee's Bradley Symphony Center. We've got tickets. 
a gift card for the food hall, and free parking all up for grabs in our giveaway. That, Eric, is coming up at 20 minutes before 8 o'clock this Ooh, morning. Okay. So be listening then. Do not call now. I do not have, well, I have the tickets, but I'm not giving them away now. <laughs> but I went online to learn a little bit more about this show, and I was I admit to being confused at first. The Bradley Symphony Center is the newly renovated Grand Theater downtown. It's right across the street from us here at about 3rd in Wisconsin. That's like, so wait, the symphony is doing a doo-wop show? That didn't make sense to me. Right? Yeah, well, you know, who knows? Right, so who knows, <laughs> right? So, so I go online to learn a little bit about it, and no, this is a show. It's a traveling show, like you would book at any sort of venue, right? And... Remember, the MSO used to play at the Marcus Performing Arts Center, and they, for years, desperately wanted their own space. One of the reasons was they wanted to control their own dates and times of their shows, particularly on the holidays Mm -hmm. when people are going to shows. But you had the Nutcracker in there, so how can we find room for the symphony and navigate around these other groups? And so they wanted their own space for that, but also so they could book their own stuff. So if you think about that, like a revenue generator, right? you got ticket sales, you got concessions, you got food and beverage... You have that revenue-generating potential now in your own building. So even when the symphony isn't doing a show, you can book other stuff, use that space, yep. and then Milwaukee Symphony Orchestra which controls money. that, right? Yep. It can use that money to continue to sustain their operations. So kind of an aha moment. It's a great idea. For me on that one. Have you been in there? It's beautiful. Oh, my gosh. It's ridiculous. I've not seen a show there, but we took like a brief tour. Yep, tour, yep. So amazing what they've done with that space. Plus, they built it out so they can do weddings in there and all sorts of other stuff. It's a really great event space. So whether or not you're into the symphony, worth a trip just to give it a try. They always do. They have a wide variety of kind of different types of music that the mm-hmm. symphony will play. So you can go to the classics or some of the other stuff. But also, you can see a show like the Duop Project. And uh, I can see now one of the many reasons they wanted to renovate that space. Giveaway again for the tickets to see uh, Friday's show, the doo Project, coming at 7.40 this morning on Wisconsin's Morning News. That's the man. Indeed, 542 on Wisconsin's Morning News. Remember the Seinfeld where Kramer was trying to get Jerry... He had fixed a problem for him. He was telling Jerry he could get a refund for his busted stereo from the Postal Service. (laughs) Yes. It's a write-off for them. How is it a write-off? They just write it off. (laughs) They just write it off. Right, it's a thing. The debate over what is and is not a legit write-off or deduction on your taxes is a good one. I wouldn't have it with Kramer. Write it off what? (laughs) Jerry, all these big companies, they write off everything. You don't even know what a write-off is. (laughs) Do you? No, I don't. (laughs) But they do. And they're the ones writing it off. <laughs> it makes perfect sense. Yeah, yes, absolutely. I've known people who write off all kinds of stuff on their taxes. So, like you know, over like, the top. Yeah, well, I, well, I have a. You know, you work in the media. You have a subscription to the paper. That's a write off. Like, I don't know if it is. Right. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. You can write off your cable. Right you can write off. I'm like. Mm. A lot of show prep watching yeah, cable. That's right. I don't know about that. ABC's Daria Albinger has these important words of caution in today's tax tip. A bottle of red, a bottle of white. But can I write it off? I'm Daria Albinger with today's tax tip. 
So you close that big deal over a juicy ribeye. Medium rare with cream spinach for me, thanks. And if you want to know if you can deduct that fancy dinner when it comes time to follow that return, accountant Janice Heyman says only in certain circumstances. Only self-employed people or businesses can now deduct these things. So if you work for a company and they didn't reimburse you for that dinner, sorry, you're out of luck. But if you are eligible to deduct those expenses, Heyman says, be prepared. You always have to be careful to note the business purpose, where you went, who you took to dinner, and what you were discussing. If you have questions about what types of business expenses you can deduct, we recommend you speak to a tax professional or you visit irs.gov. Now, who's up for dessert? With today's tax tip, I'm Daria Albinger, ABC News. Sports with Greg Matzik coming up next. They just write it off. Time for an update from the Gruber Law Offices. One call, that's all sports desk. Here's Greg Matzik. Well, the NFL League year begins at 3 o'clock on Wednesday. Free agent deals can be agreed upon in principle beginning today. The official reshaping of NFL teams begins this week. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. How long we got to wait? Well, I think it won't be long. Yeah, that's Aaron Rodgers with former wide receiver Brandon Marshall at a charity flight football event this weekend. Meanwhile, Packers president Mark Murphy is hoping for sooner rather than later. I think we'd all, uh, both sides, and all we'd love to have it resolved by uh, start of free agency. Okay, uh, just in the coming March days 15th, here. Yeah. yeah, oh yeah, no, I think it's, yeah, it's in everybody's interest to resolve it uh, sooner rather than later. Murphy appearing on a statewide TV broadcast of girls' high school basketball Friday afternoon. In a related story over the weekend, the Jets spent time creating cap space, restructuring three contracts of three players, freeing up $15.2 million. Stay tuned. Brewers' Ricky Garrett Mitchell in the pole position to begin the season as the team's starting center fielder. And for now, he's dealing with a hamstring strain. It doesn't appear to be serious, however. Yeah, he's doing good. I mean, we'll, we, will probably, we will be cautious here. So I would not expect to see him in a game, you know, through the off day. But he'll he'll be back. I mean, we're thinking probably around a week. It's Brewers manager Craig Council. Brewers top the Cubs 5-3 Sunday afternoon. They'll take on the Royals today before taking Tuesday off. Night one of a back-to-back for the Eastern Conference leading Bucks, who are in Sacramento to take on the Kings, the current number two seed in the West. Giannis listed as probable on the injury report. Coverage of tonight's game gets underway at 8.30. And the NCAA tournament begins Friday afternoon for the Marquette Golden Eagles. Number two seed in the East, they'll take on Vermont at 1.45 Friday afternoon. Win, and they'll take on either Michigan State or USC in the second round. The Badgers, meanwhile, are NIT-bound. They'll take on Bradley to Tuesday night at the Kohl Center, and the Milwaukee Panthers will play in the CBI. They'll take on Stetson. That tournament will be played in Florida. So the, the teams in the quadrant here for Marquette, you've got Michigan State, you've got USC, you've got potentially down the road Purdue or Duke. Memphis is a really interesting hot team. They won their conference tournament yesterday. Regardless of the path, it's it's never easy. <laughs> like there's there's big dogs everywhere, Vinny. It's it's never an easy path. If you make it through, you you've played some good basketball to do it. No, for sure. And I look at you know like potential upsets. Man, whatever I pick Purdue to do, they'll do the opposite. So if you know like I go based on past experience of the Big Ten and yada yada yada, and pick them to lose early, then they'll make a deep run. 
Yeah, and you know, Purdue kind of stumbled late in the season, then they sort of got it together in the tournament. Nah. You, you kind of go by your own eye test. What I see is a dude who's 7-4 playing center is the conference player of the year. No team has that in the tournament. So you get these outlier teams that have something that other teams have never seen before, and that can make those teams dangerous. Can't coach height. <laughs> That's true. I, I love that statement. 548 on Wisconsin's Morning News. Everything, everywhere, won everything, everywhere at the Oscars. <laughs> yes, all did. of the awards. Yes, it pretty much did. Yes, everything, everywhere, all at once. The big winner last night won a Best Supporting Actress and Actor. Here's Jamie Lee Curtis. My mother and my father were both nominated for Oscars in different categories. I just won an Oscar. That was a great speech. She did a good job with it. Very emotional about it. Big win for her. Kihi Kwan. They say... Stories like this only happen in the movies. I cannot believe it's happening to me. This, this is the American dream. So he's a guy who, I mean, he was short round in, in Indiana Jones. He was also in Goonies. Dr. Jones. Yeah, and he never, like, you know, he'd be off and on in movies from then on. But, like, otherwise, he, his phone was not ringing. And he basically said that, like, you know, dreams do come true. Talked about it afterward, about his Goonies family reaching out to I him. I love all of them so much. And every single one of them was so happy. Sean reached out, Josh, Martha, uh, and, uh, you know, we are always bonded. Uh, uh, you know, we're family forever. Goonies never say die. <laughs> Good for him. That's great. Uh, so then there's Jimmy Kimmel, of course. He did his opening monologue. And we, I, I, I was curious to see what would be said about the, the Will Smith thing from uh, last year. And he did bring it up. We uh, want you to have fun. We want you to feel safe. And most importantly, we want me to feel safe. So we have strict policies in place. If anyone in this theater commits an act of violence at any point during the show, you will be awarded the Oscar for Best Actor <laughs> and permitted to give a 19-minute long speech. <laughs> yeah, because if you remember, okay, yes. Smith, after he won last year, like went was up there forever talking about it. Uh, Kimmel continues. No, but seriously, the Academy has a crisis team in place. If anything unpredictable or violent happens during the ceremony, just do what you did last year. Nothing. <laughs> Sit there and do absolutely nothing. Maybe even give the assailant a hug. <laughs> Which the did assailant. happen, by yes. the way. All right, Good, so it then, had to be addressed. Right, of course, right. absolutely. So then uh, he also brought this. I, I, I don't know about you, but I love John Williams. I love that composer. Of course, like every movie, every, yes. he does everything with Spielberg. You know, He's done the Star Wars and all that stuff. And Kimmel uh, highlighted him because he's 91 years old. He was there last night. He was nominated again. John turned 91 years old last month, and he's still scoring, if you know what I mean. <laughs> and by the way, uh, if you've never made love to the score from Raiders of the Lost Ark, do yourself a favor. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's Hugh Grant. And this just... Why? I, Why I happen, is there Hugh Grant? I happened to see this, and I was just so... Uh, I, I had a couple of different emotions about it. So, like, they do that whole pregame thing, right, on the red carpet, and there's all these random interviews, and it's kind of awkward and weird, and there's, like, three or four different interviewers just, what are you wearing? Are you excited? Blah, blah, blah. And it's always just with random actors. It's what it is. Yes. Right? yes. So Hugh Grant goes up there, and from the beginning, he's talking with Ashley Graham, and just listen to this. It's about 90 seconds long, not even, and, like, 
every answer is like one word. He is so miserable. Like, you wonder why he's even up there. You are a veteran of the Oscars, and you've been here a few times. What's your favorite thing about coming to the Oscars? Um, Well, It's fascinating. It's uh, it's uh, the, the whole of humanity is here. It's uh, it's Vanity Fair. All right, best oh, answer right there. It's all about Vanity yeah. Fair. Yes, okay. that's where we. It gets worse. Have yes. A bit fun. Um, what are you most excited to see tonight? To see? Yeah. Well, I know that you probably watched a few of the movies. Are you excited to see anybody win? Do you have your hopes up for anyone? Um. Not, not, no, no one in particular. Okay, All right. well, what are you wearing tonight, then? Uh, just my suit. Your suit? <laughs> you didn't Who's suit? Uh, you know the drill. I remember my tailor. That's okay. Yeah. Ta- shout out to the tailor. Yeah. Um, so tell me, what does it feel like to be in Glass Onion? It was such an amazing film. I really loved it. I love a thriller. How fun is it to shoot something like that? Well, I'm barely in it. I'm in it for about three seconds. Yeah, but still, you showed up and you had fun, right? Uh, almost. Okay. That sucked too. Okay. Well, thank you so much. (laughs) All right. Okay. And then he kind of like rolls his eyes, and it's all caught on. And I, I just, I laugh because, like, dude, you don't have to go up there, do you? Like, just he was so miserable. And actually, kudos to Ashley Graham for like continuing to like play off of it, like try to like get something out of anything. So anyway, he was uh, trending last night. Not doing very well on the old trending on the old Twitters last night because of Hugh Grant's miserable answers. I would have liked to. Well, right, what would you like to talk <laughs> yeah. about? Is there anything you'd like to talk about? What did He's you have a, for breakfast today? I guess he was a presenter, so I guess that probably explains why he had, maybe he had to do it as a presenter. You have to do that type. Well, you of don't stuff. have, but you don't have to say yes. Like don't, <laughs> like, don't go. Like if it's played it's out miserable. for you, don't go.